It's the live podcast show. Here are your hosts, two guys and their fishbowl, Scott Atwood and Greg Gately. Ahoy, hoy, Disney fans, entertainment fans, and everyone in between, welcome to the live podcast show, the podcast where we dive deep into the magical world of Disney, pop culture, sports, and whatever else we feel like discussing. The live podcast show is your go-to source for topical discussions and silliness. I am Greg the Fanatic, and let's kick things off today by welcoming into the studio my cohort of the live podcast show from the House of Mouse Expo, the main street mouse, <laughs> Lost Princess Apparel, the main street Avenger himself, ladies and gentlemen, from parts unknown... <laughs> Scott Atwood. Scott, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm great, Greg. How are you doing? I, I'm doing great now that we're recording. <laughs> I was saying, now you're not getting those words out. It has been many days since we've seen each other. It's been so long. So long. Why you've changed so much. I, I know. It's, I grew a beard. You did. I, I'm, I'm, you look I'm, like Grizzly Adams over there. Thank you. I'm being uh, bear claws. You and the bears. You love bears. bears. The bears thing is weird. You love bears. Speaking of bears. Uh-oh. Oh. Didn't you lose to the bears this week? <laughs> Oh, really? That's where we're going to go with the Bears? I thought you were going to go Kevin. Are we no, going to really talk about that? No, no. I, Actually, I, just look, we, we talk about the wins. I knew we were going to lose. I told Michelle before the game, I said, this is a game they should win. This is a team that's not as good, so we should lose. No matter what, they're in the playoffs, basically. They should. All I, I got to do, I think, is win one. Out, if they lose out and Minnesota wins out and Green Bay wins, I think, three out of four. I think. Yeah. It's just, we'll see. We got to play Minnesota twice. We got to play Dallas and we got to play Denver. Uh, we'll Dallas is tough. Dallas I'm not even like a Dallas. Like I'm not a fan of anybody. I'm not really. a fan of Dallas. I never have been. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's the game I thought. That was when I was looking at eight games left. I'm like, okay, Dallas, we're probably going to lose. But yeah, if we yeah. win all the other ones that we're supposed to win, no big deal. Dallas looked good in that uh, Sunday night game. Was or Monday night? Yeah, Sunday night. Sunday game. night game. Dude, and Philadelphia uh, losing. Philadelphia really great. <laughs> it's been great. No matter what, they're in the playoffs. No matter what, like, they can lose out and they're still in the playoffs. But San Francisco now has the edge on them. So just, I mean, I think they're tied with Dallas or something. Mm-hmm. I, I, they, I, would, I don't know. It's, I love this time of year. Like, I, again, I don't watch every Sunday. I right. have a fantasy team. Um, but when it gets closer to the playoffs, like there's, it's like hockey. Playoff mm-hmm. hockey is just some of the best it's insane, in yeah. the year. The NFL is the other thing. It's like if you watch the playoffs, though, all those games mean something. And every game. It's just yeah, fun. That's what I like about the NFL is it's you win or you lose. Or you win or you go home. So there's no win best of seven or anything like when that. When the Super Bowl comes around, do you mm-hmm. watch it no matter what? Oh, yeah. Well, I shouldn't say yeah, because there's been times teams that <laughs> I just don't care. Like if it was Philadelphia versus Dallas, I could care less. Right. Well, it wouldn't come down to that. but No, it couldn't actually. They're they're in the same that. division. Um, Kansas City and Dallas. Oh, okay. We'll say that one. <laughs> I could like, care less Kansas about Kansas City and the Eagles. Yeah, I didn't watch yeah. last year either. <laughs> was that who care. was in it? That was no. in it last year, and I just yeah. didn't care. It's yeah. like there's just certain teams I don't and, this year, Kansas City and Buffalo, who you think would be the AFC teams, aren't really neither one. Miami. Miami. Miami and uh, Baltimore. Yeah. So right. I watched, uh, instead of watching the Super Bowl, we used to get like a three-foot hoagie made mm-hmm. with all the trimmings and all this food, and mm-hmm. we would like 100 wings. Oh, yeah. We would do it up. I have moved my Super Bowl party 
to Royal Rumble weekend oh, for the WWE. There you go. But I don't know what to do this year because it's in Tampa. The Royal Rumble? Yeah. Oh, we should we should try to get media. I, oh. <laughs> Oh, that would be awesome. Like, we'll cover that. Yeah, it's at the uh, baseball stadium. Like, they're, they've oh, wow. almost sold out. Oh, that's awesome. Tampa Bay Rays, whatever, Sun Stadium. And most of the wrestlers live here. Oh, they so it all, makes sense. Between Tampa and Orlando, they all So McMahon's don't have to fly all the wrestlers in for the event <laughs> because they all live here. So and, and, and nothing for nothing. Like, we've been watching wrestling so long that that is now... Like we have a whole system where you got to pick numbers that has oh, like cool. and, and you and you walk away with a belt. Like we have a belt that is in, awesome. in that has changed hands many times in my house. So, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's going to be our Super Bowl. What do you got going on this year? Uh, you guys are heading up north. So next week, and I'll, I'll put this out Go there. Yep. We are going to have a special episode mm-hmm. uh, that we're going to not release an episode next week. We're going to wait till Christmas Day to release it. Right. Uh, so everybody out there, just know that next week um, we are going to record a special episode to be released on Christmas Day. Right. And Scott, we are doing a Christmas carol. There's no like a movie. radio program, like the 1930s radio programs. We're bringing that back. We are bringing that back. I will. I will direct it, and uh, we will see what happens and how it goes. We don't want to tell them who who's casting is what no, characters no, 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 yet, no, do we? Um, no, because we, we have we have this select group of people that are in this house. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'll reach out to like one or two other people we know and see if they want to cop on StreamYard or something. Oh, and, there you go. Have them read their lines yeah. over there. That's possible. I, I think we I think that might be I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be fun. So next week we are and then you guys are heading up north. Right. At the end of next week we'll be heading uh, to Michigan for the for the holiday. Um and then we'll be back before the first to go see family and do all the yes. other stuff. And do the then, family uh, thing and um, Michelle's family all get together Christmas Eve and then we'll be at her mom and dad's all day Christmas Day and nice. then, then we go away for our anniversary. I'm sure the grandparents want to see the grandkids. Oh, yeah. Spoil them rotten. Yeah. That's, that's what they do. <laughs> it's like the rest of everybody's like, oh, I, I know when you're the, when they're the, your parents. <laughs> Thanks, mom, for giving them that. You wouldn't have bought me. Yeah, grandkids yeah. get everything. The kids, no. Yeah, they don't get nothing, 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 nothing. So um, what do you guys got planned for New Year's? Anything? Nothing as of right now. Since we're not going to have an episode next week to talk about the new year, I think in new, the, I think, uh, yeah, you guys will be gone after our recording. Yeah. So we're going to do Christmas Carol, and then you mm-hmm. guys are going to be gone. And then we don't record again until January 2nd. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. And we will do a, a yearly recap. Yes, we'll recap the year in We'll go through the remembrances of the year, like every station will do. I Who passed will remember <laughs> you. We're going to start a GoFundMe for Holly for dealing will with Greg. She needs funds. Michelle might need him funds also. Do you have twelve ninety nine that you can send into the Holly Fund? <laughs> we'll send you this blanket. It's used and it's got holes in it, but that's all we have. We'll send yeah. Um, is this anything you're looking forward to in the new year? See where this podcast goes for one. This is it's taken off. I mean, honestly, I, I I've got a lot of high hopes for this, and and you and I have talked off the air about a lot of ideas we have yes. of different things. So we'll see. I mean, the the sky's the limit, really. I mean, both me and you both kind of have the same goals, so we'll see. Hopefully this is year. going to expand. Um, we haven't even advertised this yet. No, we want to get it right. Um, mm-hmm. So if people listen to the first seven episodes, <clears throat> it's like. Hey, they're learning as they went. And you and can tell. You can tell. But by episode seven, eight, nine. And mm-hmm. by the way, we are at episode 10 wow. today. We've made it 10 episodes in, which is 
a fantastic start. We haven't cussed each other out on the radio. No, not yet. We haven't yelled or fought. You also yeah. just gave me a button um, controller. I, I, pu- I pushed your button. Yeah, that I now <laughs> have little buttons that I can play with, which is not good. No, so now you're, this is when Scott's going to be like, oh, Greg. So Greg has what we call a stream deck that he can pre-program buttons to do different sounds. Like that. So we're going to be bad to the bone. And the day I was born. That's all I know. That's enough. I can't wave the wide window. <laughs> oh, I said hello. Oh, boy. You're all in trouble. I am. <laughs> the show just got three hours longer. I said, hey. <laughs> I said in. I'm a man. <laughs> well, if you'd like to donate to our fund, <laughs> um. You said my debate at the live yes. podcast. <laughs> ah, you brought me up already, Scott. Thank you. Get me at Bane at the live podcast show.com. Actually, where I will break you. Thank your you, spirit Bane. and your bones. <laughs> Bane's just coming out of nowhere. Uh, we have some new intros. I'm doing redoing the audio. Right. Because uh, we've learned that we enjoy podcasting and talking to each other. It's crazy, but yeah. So I've, I'm slowly updating all the audio. We have a new uh, house of mouse. 2024 commercial yeah. we're realizing this thing might actually take off and we need to sound more professional yeah so uh, as always we appreciate everybody listening Definitely. out there Definitely. um i mean we've had support jeremy at um yeah. the main street mouse. magic main street magic, magic. street mouse you, it's many main streets main street mouse is me putting that out there <laughs> you, you would think by now that i you know think you would know that but no no no, no. you help out with it also lost princess magic uh lost princess magic on main street <laughs> With the fanatics. House of, <laughs> House of Main Street something. House um, of Main Street Expo. But yeah, we, I mean, we've had support out there. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Michelle and you have, you guys have been doing this for 13, 14 years. So mm-hmm. you kind of have a built-in support. But yes. what we're noticing is a lot of people have never listened to a podcast no. with you guys on it. No. So you and I are doing this. And then Michelle is and company. Yes. <laughs> Not and company. <laughs> Greg and I always make the joke that we're and, and company. Or and friends. We are yeah. and friends. We are not using the and company. It's Dale and company. And company. <laughs> Which, <laughs> so now Greg can beep anything we say wrong. I really can. I can. <laughs> I, I just got So what I really need is a seven second dump button. So we can just yeah, be like, let's just ignore that. We don't have a second. You don't have a dump button on that? I don't have a dump button yet. He has a big old I have to go in and actually pool. physically edit the file. No. Eventually, though, we'll be live where you won't have time, so we will have to no, have that we're gonna I'm going to have to figure out. And this Stream Deck thing that you uh, graciously gave me to play with, um, has. I think I can set that up so it dumps it out of oh. StreamYard. So it'll just give us that seven-second delay before cool. it's the live thing. Um, yeah, because that's one of our goals is to eventually do this on a live not a recorded. Yeah. Uh, and that's one thing that you and I are thinking of a lot for the new year coming up. Mm-hmm. We want to, first off, we are going to be doing this live at House of Mouse Expo Definitely. 2024. Yep. So, uh, and then uh, I do believe you guys do have Main Street Magic is coming in and going to be doing a They're going to be doing, their, yep, they're going to do one. Uh, Lou Mangello has said yeah. that he'd be interested in doing one. I know uh, you and Sam are talking about doing your show yeah. from there. Um, and then if anybody else reaches out to us between now and then, who knows? I mean, I know Panda will be there. I don't know if he'd want to 
get on the mics or anything or just jump on somebody else's show. I'm not sure. <laughs> just jump on somebody's show. It's he like, might just jump on somebody's show. Well, it's all set up. He can just do his own live show. I mean, could. he does oh. have his own YouTube. And we do have TMSM radio running again. So eventually yes. we could go live on TMSM radio and do broadcasts. On that. That's great. So we're going to be doing that live show. Um, but we want to do some live shows locally. Yes. And uh, for a nominal fee, just to cover the expenses. Yes. But I think we're going to be doing going out and doing a live show or two during the year, in the coming year. And uh, showing people behind the scenes at all the craziness that really does go on. And there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. So I don't know, Scott, but as always, we will bring you the latest news from the Main Street Mouse, the Fanatics blog, from the opening. I Why am I stuttering today? I don't know. You're supposed to be. I, I told you you're the wordsmith. I Here know. you are stumbling over all your words. It's the Benny Hill Benny Hill song. I can't wait to hear what every button in that thing does. Uh, and I'm sure our audience can't wait to hear it. Yes, yeah, Scott, like this. Boy, we were walking down Main Street watching people take pictures of Scott, what did you say there? That's for the listener to figure out. Wow. You may have to go back and listen to episode nine. Yeah. I, unnecessarily censorship. Now, if anybody knows me, they know I probably didn't cuss. On the air. I know. Off the air. I'm like a sailor. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Unlike me. Oh, you're a loose cannon. I know how much you love the I know how much you love the Bad people. Because <laughs> <laughs> was talking about Epcot. So all we want to do with this podcast is make people laugh. <laughs> and I think I, hopefully we're achieving that goal. I think, Scott, it's just to make you and I laugh. As long as you and I laugh and have a good time, I, I think, think people will recognize that fact. Just listen to see how much we laugh. Yeah. See how crazy and they're going, man, these guys are fools. So let me try that again. <laughs> as always, Scott, we will bring you the latest news from the Main Street Mouse and the Fanatics blog. From the opening of new attractions to announcements of upcoming films, we will keep you up to date with everything happening in the Disney universe, sports, pop culture, and entertainment. We have today, my friend, news of the bizarre WTF Disney. I was reading off the script and my eyes went over to the side. Yes, today, my friend, you and I will talk the wildest Walt Disney World conspiracy theories. Ooh. And of course, as always, our expert will join us <laughs> as we will discuss all the Disney news. But uh, we will be right back with the wonderful Michelle Atwood. Get ready for an enchanting experience at House of Mouse Expo 2024. Sponsored by MEI Mouse Fan Travel. Join over 100 vendors as they converge to weave a spellbinding atmosphere at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Ensure you don't miss out and secure your tickets now at HouseOfMouseExpo.com. This extraordinary event is more than just a gathering. It's a haven for Disney enthusiasts, a warm home embracing fans of all things Disney. Meet Jim Cummings, the enchanting voice behind Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Darkwing Duck. Joining him is Brett Iwin, the iconic voice of Mickey Mouse, Caitlin Rob Rock, the delightful voice of Minnie Mouse, and the incomparable Bill Farmer bringing Goofy to light. But hold on to your Mickey ears. There's more magic to come. Encounter Martin Club and Kevin McNally from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Ross Marquand from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the fantastic cast of Hocus Pocus 2. Craving the VIP experience or looking to join the After Hours Party? Ticket upgrades are available now at HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Let the magic unfold and welcome home. Greetings, Disney enthusiasts. You're now tuned in to the Disney News, where your host is none other than Michelle Atwood, a true luminary in the Disney realm. 
She's the driving force behind the Main Street Mouse and Lost Princess Apparel, embodying the spirit of a Disney princess and pioneering the world of Disney media. Ladies and gentlemen, the queen of the tournament, the princess of the Disney universe, oh God. the expert reporter extraordinaire of Fox 35, the voice <laughs> Of the Disney Radio and WDBO, the author, Scott, of two, not one, two children's books. And a third one coming. And a third one coming, plus an autobiography. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, <laughs> we present to you yeah. the voice of Disney the queen stop oh my god stop Let's the lady who they made tangled after <laughs> princess rapunzel herself <laughs> ladies and gentlemen michelle atwood michelle okay. atwood Woo! Oh. <laughs> why do these get longer <laughs> we gotta fill time we got time this week we always go over in time i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> what time are you talking about michelle thank you so much for joining us here um, could you explain this? I guess for me, um, you know, because we got to see the <laughs> at D23 Expo last year. <laughs> oh, that was, oh, that was Michelle. What is wrong with you? It was statue. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. We heard, what you, we heard what you said before the beep. Uh -huh. No, I said statue. <laughs> Unnecessarily censorship. It was totally unnecessary. People are going to think I said something bad, and I didn't. No, Greg is big brother now. I am. I should not have this much control. No. No. I, Holly said we should never give you this, power. This is why I have Holly around me. I mean, not to not to take away from Michelle's time here. I'm so sorry. You always um, take away from my time. <gasps> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your host for the evening, Michelle Atwood. Go ahead. I'm kidding. <laughs> so I always need... We to are and friends. <laughs> I am and friends. No, I'm and friends. Um, I always need an adult, somebody who like put me back into my little box and like, stop doing that. I need my hand slapped once in a while. Uh, so anyway, Michelle, how was your week? Um, Uneventful. Hmm. That's... There's nothing wrong with uneventful. Um, what, has it been eventful? He's giving me a look. What? Well, last week was rammed. Oh, the whole week. I thought you meant like just yesterday and today. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since we've seen each other. Which, by the way, we had a really nice dinner at uh, I can't even Casa it. de lo Hotel. Azteca del Oreo. Yes. We had Oreo in the, in yes. the title. I think it was Oro. But, yeah. Good margaritas. Good food. Delicious margarita. Well, on the expensive side. Not on the expensive side, but burrito was really good. Well oh, worth yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Great restaurant. We'll do a review at some point. Not near Disney. No. Has nothing to do with this conversation. It's in the Winter Garden area. Yeah. Um, and Actually, then, that was fun to do something not Disney. It's once in a while, it's really important to just get away from the bubble. You know what it reminded me of? Total sidebar. Is like being back home in Michigan or like wherever, you know away from florida right. and those are the kind of things that we would do on a weekend you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like that was constant entertainment like because there wasn't a ton to do but like go out with family or friends um on the weekend and have you know get margaritas or just go out to dinner and mm -hmm. it was kind of for me it was a very nice break that's all in michigan there is only shopping and eating that's all there is to do. There's nothing to <laughs> do. Especially in winter. Especially in the winter. You, you don't even go out to eat or, or go join shopping. a militia. 
Yeah, you could do they that. They do too. have that in Michigan. <laughs> they do have that. <laughs> no. or, or, or just have Chinese food on Fridays. How about that? Uh, <laughs> good Chinese food. Would you guys stop talking about Chinese food? I really want good Chinese I food. I know. There is too. no really great Chinese there food. There was yet. a decent one by our old house yeah. over in Hunter's Creek area. That we'll have to get it's just is it hot by the time we get there yeah, it fine. is it yeah. was hot by the That's time true. we get here yeah we had andrew who was on that side of town we had to pick up bring home oh, so it's still good it was Ooh. called chinatown take it come down on to down chinatown. Chinatown. <laughs> so let's get over to disney news <gasps> okay. is there any disney news that you would like to discuss today because uh, i do want to hear uh, you guys went back and have seen luminous now three times three times yes um and I think everybody's opinion is slowly changing on it. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to give you the chance to um, give your updated opinion. Okay, we can do that. Um, so each year at Christmas time, I'm very much a creature of habit. And we try to do at least two family days at the parks or a couple hours at night. So we did um, Epcot over the weekend and um i wanted my kids to see the new show because they're always critical <laughs> and i wanted to know what they thought so uh going back to you know watch the show again i mean scott and i already knew that we were loving it even more every time we saw it but i wanted to hear what the boys had to say and um aiden is usually pretty cynical Thanks. No. A little bit. And I was so I kept like looking over at his face during the show, like yeah. to see if he was wrinkling his nose or something, you know. And when it was over, he said, Mom, that was actually really good. I really like that. And he talked to me about it all the way to the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Really? He did. Yeah. That's excellent to hear. Like I and I I t it takes a few times for me to watch something to decide whether I like something. Yeah, you or need not. to give it a couple times. And then there's a few different things where it's like I do listen to my kids to see what they think about it mm -hmm. because they're 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 as critical as we are sometimes mm -hmm. like your kids grew up in Disney World basically yes going with mom and dad all the time yes. and and they kind of got into everybody kind of knew them for a little bit mm -hmm. um as being your kids so yes, I'm sure now they, I hide them now, now they're <laughs> hidden which they're is hidden actually no they've also grown up and just decided that's not their daily thing like they have likes and interests of other things so it's nice to hear them going back into Epcot and seeing the show with you guys they love Epcot yeah that's their favorite that's park. their favorite park that's Rory's favorite park too what's funny though is Aiden said one thing I I keyed in on it because harmonious our whole house didn't really care for harmonious it was just too much IP you're too much to be wrong it was okay. I liked the show. It didn't have a heart to it, though. So what oh. Aiden said, though, is he goes, Luminous is the way to insert IP without overdoing. Yes, he did. That's a good way of saying that. It wasn't because there was original songs in yeah. the, you know, in the first and the last. And he said it wasn't like, like in your face IPs. It was more part of the story. And it right. was, it was gradual. It wasn't like throwing, you know, like whatever in your face. It was like, a flow. It, the, yes, the show that's flow, what I'm trying to say. Like Camp Labor after. It just and, went and contrary to what other blogs were reporting, that Figment was going to start the show and he's I going waited. to play a whole big part of it. Praise Jesus, they were wrong. USA Today <laughs> said he was going to be a part of it. I know, because they quoted certain blogs. Mm -hmm. I was so glad because I don't like Figment. I know, I'm glad the news today just didn't pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle loves Figment. Don't let her fool you. Okay, so Purple's no, no, her favorite no, color. No, she's absolutely... Look, I know people who, especially East Coast, who are like, Figment's our boy. We love Figment. It's the everything. It's the greatest invention since Figment. 
<laughs> I, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, okay. But then you go out west and people are like, who? But okay, what's my excuse? Because I'm a Midwesterner. I grew up going to Walt Disney World. I um, no, I'm not telling you anything that people don't know. It's right. kind of been a running joke, like with our followers, or whenever somebody sees something figment, they'll tag me in it, you know, just to be funny. Because um, I, <laughs> Which, I, by the way, people not funny. <laughs> she really does hate pigment. I, yeah. Oh, she, hate's a strong word. She, I, she I, doesn't like the current pigment because she thinks he's annoying, and she's actually had the Dreamfinder himself agree with her that yes, he's annoying. The original Dreamfinder agreed with me that new figment is annoying because I did say on a. Okay, wait. Oh. I, 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 which new figment? Like when? What year are we starting? The current, the current ride. The current one. The okay. current ride. Okay. Um, because I had said on a live podcast about four years ago, because my filter apparently. Her broke. and John, I think. Yeah, it was, it was me and John, and um, I said that figment reminds me of a spoiled toddler that needs a timeout. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I never thought of it like that. He's, he's boing, 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 and all over the place, and the doctor's chasing him, and he's just being, you know, feet on the ceiling. Like he totally needs a timeout. And I said that that he gets under Maybe my skin. Maybe that's why I feel so connected to Figment. Because you need a timeout <laughs> <laughs> more than you would know. Holly said, "Yeah, give Holly, him a timeout." Yeah. But anyway, during that podcast, the original Dreamfinder was watching it, and uh, he said that he fully agrees with me. And I and uh, honestly, I felt a little vindicated because everybody ripped on me for so long, like you hate Figment, and um, yeah, he agreed with me. Yeah. And and that new figment meet and greet, he's scary. Well, he's bigger than the people. And he looks like an <laughs> alien. It's like alien encounter. When, <laughs> is it me when you get up close? He has scales. Like you don't see them from far what? away. I haven't gone. Oh, oh, you haven't. No, no. you oh, weren't you there? On no, the you guys don't allow me. I'm a, I'm and friends at. Oh, you things. are. You were. I wasn't even there. I wasn't even at friends. I, I was, didn't go back. I don't wait in line. For I was unless you made the last pass of that situation. Man's got a bigger applause than Jimmy. I was the JC Chazaz. <laughs> You're the Chris Kirkpatrick. I'm the Chris. Chris I was the Chris Kirkpatrick of oh my that God, day. You guys. <laughs> Here um, we go. One more. I do like NSYNC. Let's not rip on them. We're not ripping on anybody. I was just saying he didn't, didn't get invited to Joey. And Fittone nobody was JT. Yeah. But no, I, I just. I don't even know how he got off on that, but I'm glad. Oh, yeah, I know what it was. So I'm glad Figment was not part of the new show because it would have ruined it for me. <laughs> but it was nice hearing the one little spark acoustic at After. the end of at the, the show. End. As you're walking out so, to music. You guys put up the YouTube of the whole thing. Yes. yes. Um, and then, Scott, you did an article about mm -hmm. it. Um, where does it now land in your pantheon of shows? Is it Has it grown enough that it has become one of the better shows, or is it a must-see? How would you just like? How would you tell people? Do, is it worth? And here's what I always come down to: Is it worth the let's say average ticket, hundred and fifty dollars, right? That yeah. people are going to pay for a daily ticket, unless you're a pass holder, you pay for multiple days, right. like. Uh, but is it worth somebody paying that money and staying to the end of the night to yes. watch it? Yes, I I believe it is. Okay. Um, I thought Epcot Forever was no. Um. You know, I actually had an idea for an article today, which um, I'm trying to figure out how I want to word it, but it's about nighttime shows mm -hmm. and about um, why some had longevity and why some did mm -hmm. not. Um, because I think that there's, in, and this is just my opinion, I think that there are some shows that maybe they didn't give it a real good shot before they pulled the plug. Like Harmonious? 
Um, well, yeah. So here's the thing with Harmonious. Now, I didn't hate Harmonious. Um, I do think that maybe because I'm a I. Okay, I'm cheap. I like to save money. So if if they could have u- reused some of the technology that they had for Harmonious that I thought was impressive, yeah, um, I think that would have been a good thing. But you had the people that were whining and crying about the barges blocking their pictures. Had those four water tacos, yeah, been able to be driven out during the day mm-hmm. and then yes. out at nighttime instead yes. of being yep. um, out there all time in place, stationary, yeah. yeah. I think that would have helped out. And I think the visuals, I think that's kind of why they stayed away with visuals. Like, mm-hmm. and they, and don't get me wrong, the visuals are the fireworks and stuff like that. Um, I'm surprised they couldn't do something like they do out in California Adventure, though, where not that they could have sank the barges ahead of rise out of the water, but there, you think there would have been a way somehow for them to compress down and, being and come that back you said up like that, they do at California Adventure's water. I read that somewhere, and I don't recall where in the past few days, that people were comparing it to World of Color out at California Adventure. Now, I I see where they're saying as far as fountains and lights and right. the colors, um, but World of Color is, you know, has projections and it's mm-hmm. a, this big production. I don't, I mean, I see some similarities. Um, I was talking with Aiden when we were leaving the park the other night. Um, he had said that uh, the fountains that they use are very similar to the fountains they used mm-hmm. um, in Rivers of Light. Yes. yes. Um, okay. They and we noticed that because Aiden and I both really loved Rivers of Light. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I that's another thing. I feel like they they there was all this hype. Okay, I'm getting off on a tangent. There was all this hype about Rivers of, of Light. You know, they oh it's going to be the best, and it got built that whole theater for built it. a whole thing like hype, hype, hype for a couple of years. And it came out, people loved it. And then all of a sudden they started changing it. Yeah. They put less actors. Um, they they kind of like sabotaged it themselves. And then all of a sudden it was gone. So, and the same thing with Harmonious, you know, they put all this time and effort and yeah, then poof, gone. Yeah, but wasn't that also around like the 2008 time when they started? Or was that later than that? When did, when Rivers? did Rivers of Light come out? Oh gosh, 17 15, or 18. 15. Oh, was it that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was much longer. I wow. want to say it was 18. Was it 18? February. I just remember at first it came out as the Jungle Book. They yes. did a Jungle Book show because they weren't ready for Rivers yet. Yeah. And then that came out for the summer, I think, and then by the fall or whatever. Well, look, what we did over. get out of it, though, was Kite Tales, which is the best That Disney was show. the worst. Oh, that oh was my. so oh. Blasphemy. Oh, my God. The characters would take nosedives into the stairs. It they- made it part of the show. You <laughs> never knew where the kite was going to land. That's true. You want to see okay, some so little So I will kids. defend Kite Tales <laughs> oh, to the gosh. death because I thought Kite Tales with the, int- the, the original Kite Tales where they had the kite and the kid and the uh, elephants on the parade yeah. in the amphitheater there mm-hmm. and kids could hold up little... Um, little yeah. turtle crushes and they became a part of the show yeah i thought that was really cute and then hey you never knew <laughs> if a kite was going to go rogue the wind blows the wrong way it that did. kite's coming in oh I, and uh, they were brilliant like you never knew where they're going then they had to add the boing sound because they wanted mm-hmm. to get people used to it but anyway oh, I, I didn't de- know they added that oh, the, the first time we saw it i was with my with the boys and um, when I think it was Baloo that crashed into the steps mm-hmm. and the boys looked at me and they were like, was that supposed to happen? They had to add a, a whole announcement. They were like, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> people didn't realize <laughs> at some point the kites have to land. What goes up must come down because like, it was people were laughing I know. and putting it all. Over I'm not social. saying I didn't put a TikTok up or two. It was funny. Or Instagram, not TikTok. Oh, yeah. You didn't even have TikTok. Just like I put the Instagram up of um, a certain 
imaginary dragon falling. That's right. You did do that. I, that went viral. <laughs> I sent that to Michelle right away because I knew how much you loved Big Bang. I do have to say that. Going back to Luminous. <laughs> Luminous is a good show. Is it? Is it Illuminations? No. To but, me, it's okay. not there yet. But and that's what I wanted to get to with you. Yeah. Um, Illuminations has a stronghold over people's memories. Yes. Um, do the Luminous nods to Illumination help that out and give Luminous a chance to succeed. I it, think it, so. Right from the beginning, when you hear that drum beat, like you used to hear at the beginning of Illuminations, they would do the the um, torches dum, and dum, 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 and they would get, blow out the light. Yes. So I think that you get that opening with Luminous, which is great. And I do think Luminous is one of those shows that if you're at Epcot, stay around for it. The park is closed when they do the show. Yeah. Unlike at Magic Kingdom, where Happily Ever After is done, and then the park is still open for a couple hours afterwards. Right. Luminous is one of those ones, if you're at Epcot, stay for the show. I think it's Why got a lot of nods and kind of a little bit of nostalgia for the previous. And I think that's going to give it a little more staying power. But what do I know? I mean, I thought Rivers of Light was fantastic. But the meaning behind Luminous, and if, if you, you may not get that just by watching it, but if you actually, if you do a little bit of research or if you li really listen, that's what I kept telling Aiden. I was like, Aiden, really pay attention to the music and the sounds you're going to hear because you'll be able to put the story together. And he... He was in theater and he did all that. So he knows how everything, every part comes together. Yeah. And, and that's there was what he Andrew did. was just kind of like, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Aiden had a whole discussion There's always with one me, kid. And, a and Andrew's like, yeah, I like that. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's all you got. Yeah, it was great. Okay. Let's go see the cure. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> Can we go get our picture and look like Robert Smith with Walt? The Robert Smith. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Anyway, um, not much in Disney news. Summer House on the Lake is opening up on Thursday. It is. There's not really much going on. Look, it's the holiday time. It is. So skip all that stuff. So, Michelle, I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Last two weeks ago, I asked Scott, him and I had a conversation about childhood toys and what we wanted for Christmas, but our parents never got. Oh. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask that of you. Okay. What I am going to ask of you do you have a list, a top three list of your favorite toys you got for Christmas as a child? Oh, okay. I can do that, I think. Okay. I can think of two right now. I was going to say, I think I know her number one. Cabbage Patch Doll. Yeah. So, What was its name? Uh, Madeline Luna, and she looked just like me. My mom went and fought for one that looked like me. It was like an American girl. Dude, I, I can see your mom throwing elbows. <laughs> it, it was like that Seinfeld episode, I, though, where George's dad talks about Festivus and where yeah. he laid blows down on the gentleman fighting over the doll. That's I can mom see did. your mom. Like, she's, she, she's, she's My got, sweet she's, school teacher mother uh -huh. was in the Toys R Us, you know, and I remember hearing stories afterwards because that Christmas, I was really young. I don't remember all the fuss, but I remember... Yeah. Um, hearing about, you know, people pulling dolls out of other people's shopping carts and people jumping over each other on, to get these dolls off the shelf. And so after everything was all said and done um, and I got my doll and time went by, my mom said, you don't know what I went through to get that. <laughs> and then she told me that somebody tried to grab it out of her shopping cart Ooh. and she pulled back. And she got me my doll. Um, so yes, I was so excited. But you want it? You I got. I have a confession. And that to person make. is still in a coma. So I will remember <laughs> you. 
Okay, so I don't remember a lot, but I do remember this. I'm going to totally out myself. Um, so my mom asked me to get her slippers out of the closet, and I was looking for her slippers, and I moved a bathrobe, and I saw the <gasps> Cabbage Patch logo. Now, did I go and pull it out of the box or anything? No. No, no, no. But wait, wait, wait. Okay, there's sidebar. <laughs> From that point on, every Christmas, did you go looking through your parents' closet? No, because, okay, so I did poke around a little bit, but when I got older, no, 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 let me finish. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I did poke around. Well, I mean, yeah, but no, 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 no. But no, yeah. I learned because my, my mom would say to me, don't snoop or you're going to spoil your Christmas. And I never got that. But once a couple of times, I understood exactly what mm -hmm. she meant because there's that element of surprise that's gone if you ruin it. But as a kid, how much do we realize that? I did. Like maybe at like 12 or 13, I would realize that. But as a kid, no, I was, I I was just climbing I was through my whole house looking for stuff. No, oh, yeah. I wanted to be surprised. Well, for the Cabbage Patch thing, but I, I think that there was a time I found something and Christmas morning I was a little disappointed yeah. because it wasn't a surprise. Yeah. Okay, I see that. Or how disappointing would that be if you found something? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to get this. And it was actually for, it was like for your somebody cousin. else. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm getting the SNES. It, I'm getting the new Nintendo. No, that's for your cousin, Brian. Yeah, and I do have she a cousin, She does have a cousin, Brian. Brian. I do have a cousin, Brian. I do not. I just randomly chose the name. Well, good choice. All right. So Cabbage Patch Doll. That's yes. What, was that the number one? That's number one okay. for sure. That Christmas. You need, to, you need to learn how to go from three to one. You, 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 you feel the suspense, the building the up. The suspense, the build up. The people are listening to you, and now you're waiting for your opinion. You are the expert here. I got a little bit excited because it's no, talking okay. about kids I'm at Christmas. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just I'm kidding. sorry. No, no, no. I, it's a great one. <laughs> None of us. Don't nope, wrong one. Greg's new toy. That's Greg's favorite Christmas present right there. <laughs> okay, Shell, what's your second and third one? <laughs> I told you never to give me something like this. This is the greatest Christmas gift ever. If I figure out which cord plugged it in, I'm just going to unplug it. And he's going to be sitting there pushing buttons and nothing's going to work. Oh I'm so sorry. Anyway, okay. So number one, Cabbage Patch Doll. What was it, 1980 or 83? 82? Uh, 83. It was early yeah. 80s. Early to, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely I believe it's 83 or 84. I think I was, you're right. I don't I remember, remember the hype was crazy, though, for that. I mean, people were, you did, you saw on the news people fighting over, and they'd bring out like seven of them, and people I think bring I, like, blows down on each other. Nothing. I think, what was I going in third or fourth grade? And all the girls had one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm starting to like girls. I was like, I'll babysit your cabbage patch. Oh my gosh. That's, don't, don't say that. It was great. It was creepy. It is creepy. You're talking you about four elementary years, school. Was, you don't want to know what he did with the Tuckle Me Elmo. Ew. <laughs> Where's that beat button? Oh my God. <laughs> Damn it, Scott. Sorry. I know you told me that in confidence. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to tickle my. Oh boy, this one's off the rails already. <laughs> Where's the Benny Hill one? <laughs> I 
can't get it together. So for the two people still listening, thank you for staying. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks, Chuck. (laughs) Chuck and Claire. Chuck and Claire. Claire. Hey, Chuck and Claire. Um, (laughs) Maybe Jeremy. Jeremy and Rhonda might be listening. Hi, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So two more. Um, Okay. So I was. uh, I loved Barbies, and I remember one year I got this peaches and cream Barbie. She had a big peach dress and all this and she came with stuff and i i love barbies did she know herb no she wasn't oh. that peaches oh it a, was the color of her dress that's a that's missed all. opportunity right that there is. i think i loved her um and and then she smells like rosemary oh, <laughs> clooney oh my god I, why do you ask me a question and you guys are the kings of interrupting i didn't know barbie swung that way jesus mary and joseph really <laughs> Michelle, what's your number three? So anyway, Barbie, peaches and cream. <laughs> I should have never said that. I should have just said Barbies. Yeah, I did a Barbie. And the Barbie dream house. Oh, yeah. Did you have, you had the dream house? I had, I want to say that's what it was. It had an elevator on the side and a string that went over it. Now, mind you, this is a long time ago. A string that went over the house and you would pull the string on the one side and the elevator would go up on the other. Like, oh, that's so cool. Scott, you and I were playing with rocks. I had Castle Grayskull. Did you? Yeah. I always wanted the G.I. Joe big landing, the, oh, the, the battleship. They still sell that on eBay, but it's expensive. Oh. A lot of the toys that you guys had back in the day are worth stuff if you had a it. All the Star Wars stuff is worth a fortune. If you have an original Falcon, it's worth a right. lot of money. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have anything that was worth anything. I, rem- I remember. You had peaches and cream. The Cabbage Barbie. Patch Kid. I bet you the Cabbage Patch, if it's in good yeah. shape, it would be worth it. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of Cabbage Patch Kids, I'm now looping back around. Oh, boy. Sidebar. Have you ever been to the Xavier Roberts Cabbage Patch Museum? I have not, but Holly told me all about it. And oh, she said it is I must go. Brilliant. They still um, birth Cabbage <laughs> Patch dolls there. Do Just, they grow them in the patch? Yes, they do. And then they birth them. But that, you know what? That was a really good gimmick they had. <laughs> it was with a the, brilliant. With, the dolls that you yeah. get, the whole it looks place like has a the hospital? birth certificate. Yeah. Um, you know, people would look through the boxes to try to find a name and mm-hmm. look they liked. You know what I mean? Uh, was it yeah. kind of like the American Girl, the, though, where you wanted it to match you, kind of? Um, no, I think this is was better was than better. American Girl. I, so cheaper. Holly will still go into a toy store and look at the names <laughs> and the doll trying to find the one that matched her childhood one oh. or our kids' names. Oh. That's so nice. Oh. See, I I just remember my first. They will one. never make Enrique Enrique Iglesias. Enrique, <laughs> Julio Iglesias has been looking for it for years. Son. Enrique Iglesias. Dive and go there. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Enrico Palazzo. I was trying to think of one of his songs, but <laughs> I couldn't think of one. Enrico Palazzo. <laughs> Mr. Palazzo. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's my dad and I. One of our favorite jokes is Enrico Palazzo when the guy yells, "Look, it's Enrico." The Palazzo. guy from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Hey, it's it was Enrico. Francis. Yeah, it was Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Okay, that's from The Naked Gun for those that are too uh, young to remember. We just yeah, I, thanks, Michelle, for dating all of us right there. You said Enrico. I said Palazzo. There is nothing to see here. Let's move, move along. On. There's move nothing on. to see here. And the whole place oh. is blowing up. Fireworks factory goes up. And- I love Leslie Nielsen. I was so sad when he passed away. <laughs> all right. So we have right. Cabbage Patch Dolls, Barbie, Barbies. Peaches and Herb. I mean, Peaches and Cream. 
Captain and then the Barbie. You had Captain Tennille too? Wow. <laughs> your parents had bank, yo. Yeah. No. Who played your 16th birthday? Captain Tennille and Peaches and her. Oh, <laughs> that's the greatest 16 ever. I think. Reunited. Okay, they weren't popular when I turned 16. <laughs> they were always popular. Um, anyway. You uh, would put on like. Danny in the evening. What was it? What was her name? The Love Line. Like, did you guys have that in the radio? I don't know. Who? If we, had, like, we had um the Love Line or something like that, where they would play like adult like love songs on Friday. Oh, we night. had oh, we had right. Pillow Talk with Alan Allman. Alan Allman, right? right. And it was all like sappy songs. I yeah, mean, I used to listen. That's to where that. you would hear Peaches and Herb and Captain oh. and Tennille. <laughs> Besides the roller rink. Oh, the roller <laughs> rink. Now you're really, really dating us. Oh and that was before God. roller blades. They yeah, were roller skates. That was before Starlight Express. Oh, yeah, all that stuff. Back in the day, the roller rink was the place to I be. Know. And they do the uh, with the hokey pokey on the, on the rink. Yes. And they would, yeah. I'd always fall down there. I, you know, there was. <laughs> of course you were. I was fat. You were. Thanks. Wow. 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 I am so sorry, Scott. I, I would never treat you with the disrespect. That was mean. You was said mean. it. I was agreeing with you. You don't have to always agree. You, okay, okay. You were you were a little round, that's all. I was never little. He was, <laughs> couldn't even call him short round. I was twenty four inches long when I was born. I was never little. Okay, then why are you giving me crap? Because I, I can say it. You okay, can't say it. You, you were quite quite uh, uh, athletic. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I was under the giant size at six. <laughs> he invited me to WrestleMania three. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, anyway. King Kong show. Bundy's my uncle. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm going to try and keep this episode under an hour and a half. Um, okay, then I will graciously leave. But thank you so much for joining us. Um, your opinions on Luminous. Uh, you guys can go to themainstreetmouse.com to read the article about Luminous. And yes. you can go to the Main Street Mouse YouTube. Um, anything going on with Lost Princess Apparel? Uh, our cutoff date for Christmas delivery is next Tuesday. Right. So that's the 19th. Yes. And we will be uh, doing a pre-order here very shortly for new skirts and new sling bag. Yes. I know that you guys like the sling bags. Love this sling. I love all your stuff. Thank you. He doesn't wear the skirts. I haven't gotten you in a skirt yet. <laughs> they pockets. I love how she says yet. It's a kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kill. We'll go with kilt as gonna, long as it matches the leggings. I was going to say, I'll get you a plaid one and we'll go with, with kilt. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our expert reporter of the <laughs> evening from the Main Street Mouse, the one, the only, Michelle Atwood. Thank you so much, Michelle. Oh, you're so welcome. <laughs> And welcome back. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle. And for this week's segment of WTF Disney, Scott Atwood Bring it. has something that he would like to say on this week's episode of When you wish upon a star makes no difference. 
I gotta admit, having the beep really has helped us. You really like that. We you? may get rid of the that explicit rating. We don't have to put the warning out anymore if we, we don't say anything by accident. But you can beep it out if we do. I can beep it out if we do. That's right. It works. That's why I did this. I wanted more it to be more accessible to families, True. even though we just did a whole peaches and herb. So now they can listen in the car with their kids. Yes, and not have to worry that there might be a slip of a giant big curse word coming. Although most right. kids know all those words anyway. Right. So anyway, this week, my friend, something has you uh, fired up. Yeah, I was just a little irritated. So as you were talking with Michelle, that we did go back to Epcot on Friday, yeah. and we were in the Land Pavilion, and we were walking around, and we went on uh, the land with their glimmering greenhouse overlay. And we were getting ready to go up the escalator on the one side, and the escalator is not working. And it wasn't working when we were there earlier in the week on Tuesday. And I'm like, Disney builds Rise of the Resistance, Guardians of the Galaxy, Tron, Avatar, Pandora, all these great fantastic oh, yeah. They have an elevator ride that the elevator comes out of the elevator shaft, goes down a hallway, gets in another shaft, and goes, takes off. But the escalators don't work. <laughs> And I don't understand that. Escalators have been around for how many years? They used to go to Sears Shopping. <laughs> Sears used to have escalators. They ran. JCPenney's, escalators run. Every place I've ever been to in a store had them running. But Disney, they don't work. And I don't get that. And it's always the up one that's down. Never the one going down that's easier to do the steps. The one that goes up. There has been... I, and I gave credit to Disney a few weeks ago on mm -hmm. how they've been fixing a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they've been working on World Showcase, right. World Celebration. Luminous is going up. It's an elevator. Like, this is how... And, like, I'm not throwing Disney on a bus, but this is how certain people get up and down to go from the land yep. or Soarin' yep. up to the entrance and exit of the area. Right. Yep. And, like, for Michelle, she has a bad knee because she had surgery on it five right. times. Plus, she also has an issue since she did have COVID. She got that long code. So for her to go up and down the stairs, it's, it takes a lot out of her. Now, we could have taken the elevator. We could have done that. But there was also 40 other people waiting to take the elevator. Right. So she's just like, forget it. We'll just go up the steps. And she got up the stairs. But it's like, I don't understand how an escalator is not running. <laughs> but all these rides that are so in-depth and so, <laughs> so crazy how they make it happen. And you can't get the escalator running. It, and, and yeah, it's not like it broke on the It's so day. weird the things that get fixed right away. Yeah. And like I've been at malls where you've seen them like shut it down for a day. There's a bunch mm -hmm. of people working on it. Boom, it opens the next day. Yeah. Everything runs fine for years. Yeah. Now I, I know Disney has a million people who go through the parks all the time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of people who think, but that one is always always it's down. like you brought up the the uh one at not TTC. Um People mover. Yeah, yeah. That ramp that goes up there, that's an escalator, basically. Yeah, without the steps. The Goodyear tire people yeah. mover thing. It's a ramp that moves, basically. It is always down also. Always. And in the summertime, you'll see, you'll see garbage and stuff pile up on it from the wind. It blows it up there because it's not does, moving. Yeah. And it just takes on it. Or at Pirates. The end of Pirates, you take one of those ramps, get out of the... where you. That one's never working. That one never works, and you have to... It's the, the angle of the ramp, you can really feel it on your calves going up that ramp if it's not moving. I, and again, Disney do, has been doing a great job fixing the animatronics yeah. around the park, pick, like all the lighting works, mm -hmm. all these other things look amazing. 
But then there's like certain things that you're going, this probably should have taken priority. And you would think it would be an easier fix shy of replacing it. It really, the technology. Why don't you call Don down at the. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> escalators are us. I was at the Florida Mall and this guy was fixing their ele- escalators. Yeah. So I sent him over to you guys to see if you could help him. All he wants is a churro, a pretzel. Yeah. And a, and a <laughs> Look, man, give him an annual pass. There you go. He's happy for He'll the take year. take care of it all. So oh. and it just, it was just irritating to me that. You can't say that because they're, Disney's almost in trouble for giving away annual pass. Yeah. Yeah, can't do that. We can't talk about that. Can't talk about that. Anyway. All right. And that is this week's WTF Disney brought to you by Scott Atwood. In the meantime, <laughs> here we go, Scott. I hit the wrong button, Scott. Let's Give him try too many buttons. Again. He don't know which one to hit. Thank you for joining us on the Walt Disney World monorail, and I hope you have a pleasant stay in the Magic Kingdom. Hey, guys, it's me, Kevin, the bear from Disney's Magic Kingdom. Grab yourself a Mickey pretzel with cheese sauce, make sure your seat back is fastened and settle in. Get ready for a wild ride to the wonderfully weird world of bizarre news. Let the journey into the outrageous begin. Kevin sounds dapper doing intros. I think I really like that Kevin finally has a part with the show now. He's just not doing commercials. He's just not doing House of Mouse commercials. He's actually doing our... Look. He's been living off of our dime for a while. I don't know where he's living, but know. he's definitely working for us full time. He is. And he, what's great about it is he works for honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cheap. And so cheap. although I did slip some hot honey in there last week, Mike's hot honey. He didn't, yeah, he didn't like it. You know. So anyway, speaking of Bear Scott, uh, in bizarre news this week, my friend, we have a black bear has attacked Christmas decorations and I do believe we should be starting to call him a Florida bear. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I don't know if it's Kevin's re- distant relative. It could be a distant, it could be, it could be a, one of those relatives that just went bad. His sister Angelica? It could be. It could be. She could be sister. angry because she's not in the show and Kevin like, is. She's well, jealous. Well, I, gee, it does run in the family. So anyway, a black bear in Florida played Grinch to a Longwood family by attacking a life-sized reindeer <laughs> decoration and dragging it from the yard. I think this bear thought it was hunting. I'm thinking it was too, and I would not want to be there when it bit into it. Blank said his family was preparing for dinner when his wife alerted him to the spectacle unfolding outside. I didn't even see it. It wasn't until my wife called and said, Did you see that happen? Mr. Blank told WSVN-TV. The family security camera recorded the whole thing as the bear wandered up to the light-up reindeer. Uh, it's like they're all there. Next thing you know, the camera turns on, bear comes in and paws it down. Uh, the bear knocked over two of the deer decorations, drags one out of view of the camera, but uh, Blank said it was later found at the end of the home's driveway with just slight damage from the encounter with the bear. Do you think maybe Kevin's sister Angelica... <laughs> I don't know why this bear has a name, Scott. All of them do. <laughs> so this bear that's been on the news. This bear. For not good things. So Michelle sent this to me the other day or sent it in the group chat we had. Oh, okay. And I saw it. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. The bear was just like, that's a deer. I'm going to eat the deer. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, what, what are you doing? This isn't right. But did he not notice the deer just like has one movement? Like its head goes left <laughs> and back to center and then back to left and center. <laughs> That's all it does. (laughs) 
I, I'm mm. now debating how smart bears are. I'm not, and it's lit up. How many deer Look, do you man, have you ever, like, on like them? bears can figure out how to do trash cans in like natural uh, na- na- national parks? Yes. <laughs> the words are not coming. Um, they could figure out how to open up trash cans. Right. They could figure out how to like get honey out of places. You would think they'd know the difference between a deer that's lit up, like especially with how bright this deer was. Wouldn't you sense if it's real or not? I mean, yeah, they, wouldn't you like a heat sensor? Wouldn't like something. I don't know the lights. Like, oh crud! Never seen one like that before. Green, like can bears see green? You would think it would scare him to see how much lit up it was. No, he's probably never bear. seen one in the light. It's a Florida bear. It's a Florida that bear. Bear was probably all jacked up on crocodile and. There was an alligator sitting behind the thing going, look how stupid this bear is. Go ahead, bear. Go ahead, bear. Go ahead. Go get that deer. It's like, all right, man, I'll go. He's wanting to bite into the electrical cord. Uh, All right, Scott, let's take a quick commercial before we get on to our main topic. Get ready for an enchanting experience at House of Mouse Expo 2024. Sponsored by MEI Mouse Fan Travel. Join over 100 vendors as they converge to weave a spellbinding atmosphere at the Osceola Heritage Park Event Center on March 2nd and 3rd. Ensure you don't miss out and secure your tickets now at HouseOfMouseExpo.com. This extraordinary event is more than just a gathering. It's a haven for Disney enthusiasts, a warm, home-embracing fans of all things Disney. Meet Jim Cummings, the enchanting voice behind Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Darkwing Duck. Joining him is Brett Iwin, the iconic voice of Mickey Mouse, Caitlin Rob Rock, the delightful voice of Minnie Mouse, and the incomparable Bill Farmer bringing Goofy to light. But hold on to your Mickey ears. There's more magic to come. Encounter Martin Kleb and Kevin McNally from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Ross Marquand from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the fantastic cast of Hocus Pocus 2. Craving the VIP experience or looking to join the After Hours Party? Ticket upgrades are available now at HouseOfMouseExpo.com. Let the magic unfold and welcome home. Today, Scott, we are talking about the wildest conspiracy theories at Walt Disney World. These are things that have been passed down from cast member to cast member Mm -hmm. uh, from each generation of guests who keep coming back to Walt Disney World. I'm talking about the weirdest, the wackiest things people believe in, Mm -hmm. such as, and I'm going to use this as an example, right? We have all heard the Walt Disney himself had his head cryogenically frozen. Yes. I don't know why only his head. Yeah, because what's he going to use for a body? Right. I mean, maybe he'll come back. Like, remember Futurama? (laughs) Like, the president's heads would be in this thing. And then they have, like, little legs or something. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, like, uh, what was his name Um, from um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you just see Walt with just his head in water. There's a video on YouTube. Somebody made, like, a cartoon of Walt's head talking to Bob Chapek. About all the stuff Chapek was doing. Oh Walt. no! And Walt's like, "You've ruined my parks, and they weren't this way." And then Bob ends up destroying the project. He frozen something. <laughs> so, these are the type of conspiracies that we hear, and some of these we have both heard from people individually. Oh yeah. And you're just like, "What? Who told you that?" Right. Like, why do you? Why would you believe that there's certain things that happen? Like, let's talk about. There is a conspiracy that there's a mysterious little girl on the Carousel of Progress. Right. I've heard that one. Um, if you've ever ridden Carousel of Progress, uh, you notice there's a, th- a third child, mm-hmm. right? So there's the daughter, 
and the sun, and right. they're in like every scene that like, goes through time. Yep. Uh, but in the first or second scene, there's another child. Yes. That is there, and people are like, "Oh, that was one of their kids who died of whooping cough." Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I'm sure Disney went into that much detail to put this child or put this animatronic in there. Now Disney has talked about obviously parents dying and stuff yeah. like that. There's never a child who's no. just like, no. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to off the child on this ride so people like. I don't know. Both parents are going to live. The mom does all the work. The dad sits on his butt. <laughs> He does, doesn't he? It's a carousel of male chauvinism. Because <laughs> he just sits there. And then he, like, when it becomes easy, then he's like, I'll do the cooking. I'll do the cooking. Put the oven to 450. Huh. 900. No. <laughs> but why is he always dumb at the end? Like, it's just. I know. I don't get it. And poor grandpa. Grandpa is just weird, man. Oh, there's a lot of weird stuff that one. I don't, no privacy in here at all. Wil, Wilford? What Uncle is Wilbur, Uncle or, uh, Wilbur. Uncle Wilbur. Uncle Wilbur. No privacy at all. <laughs> um, had you ever heard that from Carousel of Progress? I think I had actually heard about that. I never heard that it was whooping cough. I heard that something happened to the little girl. I didn't know what. She got crushed in the walls. Actually, now, I have heard that story, and I don't know how true that is, but they said a cast member got stuck between the wall as it was turning. At Disney World? I believe it was, or I don't know, it's got to be at Disney World, because didn't it come from the, didn't it come from New York? Well, no, because that would have been like Oh, it came from, no, 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 it came from the World's Fair, but it went to Disneyland for. And maybe it was at Disneyland, but they said, they said a cast member became stuck between the walls and people heard screaming, but they didn't know what it was until afterwards. But I don't know how true that story is. And I've I've heard it multiple times. It could just be a squeaky wheel. It could just be a squeaky wheel. It could just be somebody made up. But if it is. I can't even imagine the pain that cast member would have went through with the <laughs> wall trying to exa- spin. I'm not even debating that. I'm not even debating that. You know, it's like, um, wow. I, we, yeah. But that does bring up a good point because another conspiracy theory going on at Disney World mm-hmm. here is that nobody dies at Walt Disney Never World. on property. Never on property. Now, I'm going to be very couth mm-hmm. with how I talk about this because a... A, a last year, um, somebody went through some mental stuff and leapt off of a building yes, here yes. and, and passed away. Yeah. Um, but they didn't proclaim him passed away until he got to the hospital. Right. And obviously, which is probably the legit way of doing things. You take it to the professionals, you let, let them, them decide. Declare. Yeah. But if my brain matter is on the floor, I'm not I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> No, and, I, I, and I, that's what they've always said is that nobody dies, but we have heard stories here and there of people who, if somebody has a heart attack and dies at one of the resorts. Last year, yeah. another one, a, a gentleman in his 80s who had mm-hmm. served in the military, mm-hmm. loved going to Disney. And I like, I love this story and I hate this story because right. it, it's a sad story, but the, it's, it's not so sad. This gentleman would go to Disney all the time okay. and his wife would join him every single time. His favorite ride in the world was the people mover. Wow. And his wife said that he would ride it all the time. Unfortunately, he passed away and had a heart attack just mm-hmm. in the middle of the ride. They had to shut the ride down. They mm-hmm. had to bring in the paramedics, all this other stuff. But he had, his wife said that he, had, he was gone. Right. And then she came out and had made this beautiful eulogy for him saying how much Disney meant to him. 
and she didn't care how Disney listed it as he did, passed away on the ride right. or not, but he was not well, and mm-hmm. it was bound to happen, and it just happened at Disney World. Right. But she was so gracious and wonderful about it, and she made sure to like hype up his whole military career and all the wonderful things he did and the grandkids he had, but he just like, that's, it. if I am going to pass away, right. I am okay being on the people mover but I want Disney to list me as dying at Disney World. Well, yeah, because <laughs> if, if Disney means that much to you when you're alive, right? you at least want to acknowledge that they died at the place that made them the most happiest on Earth. And um, so it's sad when they kind of hide it. For cases like that, now I understand where the person took their own life yeah. and leaped off the building. You don't want that kind of press. You don't want that press. And Disney is known for hiding those type of press articles from hitting the mainstream yeah. media because they, and I understand, you don't want that out there. You don't want that on Look, you're supposed to be coming to the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, or sorry, the most magical place on earth. Right. Um, it seems that the happiest place on earth, it's off of a um, parking garage. Yes. <laughs> Which we're not making light of. No. We're I, just saying it happens. Well, I remember the one a few years back when the child at the Grand Floridian was pulled under the water um, by the gator. And they said that he did pass. I mean, obviously, he was underwater for far too long not to have passed. I am so trying to keep it together right now. But we were, we actually, so where Michelle and I lived at the, the time, the, the, <laughs> we heard helicopters over our house. And Michelle messaged some of our friends who worked at Disney to find out what was going on because it was really late at night when they were still trying to find him. I'm, I'm, um, my humor side of me wants to say something horrific and i'm going I'm to sure let it, it does um about the baby who was eaten by the crocodile in alligator it was an, it was alligator. an alligator it was an alligator i don't want to i don't want to get crocodiles in trouble no no it was an alligator but but nothing for nothing there's a lot of alligators that get killed in the park there's a ton of them <laughs> but the story was though that the gator once it realized what it was let it go they said there was no puncture wounds in the child they said there was nothing like that that it just the gator had held it under long enough that it drowned it didn't. It, I know people were saying, "Oh, the gator ate." No, there was no puncture wound. Is that why story. Wally Gator went away? It could be. What was it the, the, what was the Gator game? The one at Splash. Is yeah, that the one you're talking about. Yeah, that little gator who lived yeah. in Splash. They took that one out of there. If you remember, they even took they even took the alligator out of TikTok was taken out of the Festival of Fantasy Parade for some time. Yeah, and the one that was on stage as part of the Princess and the Frog for the Mickey's Royal Friendship right. Fair, Alli- they took yeah. um they took Lou. him out of Lou. They took him out of there. Um. When all that happened, and I understand you don't want to don't want to put it out there that that happened, um, but <laughs> I remember. I'm sorry for laughing. I know people are going to think of me as oh horrible, no, Greg. But, yeah, you're getting. Um, I find humor in everything, and you know what you have to find. And I can't imagine what that family went through. If I was that father, I would totally oh. be blaming myself the entire time because he led him into the water with him, held onto his hand, obviously not strong enough, and didn't see the gator come out. Take yeah, I mean, look, he's just. Uh, I can't judge him. It's what, nope, what I, happened. I he has to live with that the rest I, of his yeah, life. That's, and that's a sad story. Um, speaking of passed away individuals, this is the worst segue ever. Why am I doing this? <laughs> I don't know how you do this. See um, what I have to deal with people? Send money to me because I need I have The to next thing we were people, talking right? about is the dead people at the Haunted Mansion. And, and I don't want to think true. of little Timmy being has the ashes being spread all over Madame Leota. But I've heard of a lot of people do this. Right. So the rumor is that if you go into the haunted, or sorry, the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. is there is more than 999 oh, yeah. happy haunts. There is 
a lot because people mm-hmm. will, um, again, like the gentleman passing on the people mover, right. um, the people will take their relative or spouse or special someone who has passed away mm-hmm. and leave their ashes right. in the haunted mansion. Yeah, they'll sprinkle them out in different scenes. And I've actually heard that Disney does watch the doom buggies to see if anybody does that specifically because if it happens they have to shut down the ride they have to call hazmat to come in to clean the ride if that happens because it's a dead person it's a dead person's ashes who've been put in a place where people are going on a regular basis now i understand my mansion being one of my favorite attractions it'd be kind of cool to have a piece of you left behind in there but I'm good i'm dead but what if they're going to come to and me? clean it up afterwards, it really didn't do anything. Right. I'm really going into the HVAC system. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be where I'm at. Please. Good old, good old Greg. He was, he's now resting in the Haunted Mansion. No, I'm not. In no, he's not. Vacuum. He's in the HVAC. Oh, in a vacuum somewhere in a dust bag. Probably in the trash. Probably. Most likely at that point, uh, because in Disney's eyes, they just need to clean the ride. They just so they get it running again. Oh, uh, so... Yeah, there is a there is a huge conspiracy theory talking about there is a lot of passed away mm-hmm. individuals and their ashes being scattered around the haunted. I've country. actually had people tell me they did that with wow people in their lives that they actually did, and I was like, how could you? I mean, you know, I understand they want to be a part of Disney. They want after they're gone. But it's like, come on, why would you do it at the haunted mansion? Yeah, like I get that you love the ride. You're a trapped soul now. Nothing for nothing. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even do it in one of the rivers of America or uh-uh. of the moat or something because those things get drained once in a while, yep. and then you've just gone through a pump. Yeah. <laughs> and you've gotten pushed out to the ocean. You're either right. in the Pacific or the Gulf. You're in one or the, or the Atlantic or the Gulf is where you're. So gonna people, end up at. what we're trying to say is, don't spread your loved one's ashes do anywhere at Disney because there's normal people like Scott and I. Who are there? But anyway, uh, another conspiracy theory going on at Disney is um, there is a ghost at Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, George. Yes, George. I did not know. I, I didn't know you knew George. I know George. Well, I don't know him personally. <laughs> it's just like personally. Yeah. But I do know the story. Me five bucks. Yeah, yeah, George owes me money. <laughs> this day. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot about George. The cast members have to say good morning and good evening to him, or the ride will break down. The ride will break down, they say, if, if they don't do it. So it's become a ritual to do it. Now, my question is, because that ride does go down, did they forget to say it, or did the ride just have to go down that day? I have nothing on that. And technically, weird. And technically, so nobody dies at Disney, correct? Yes. But the cast members are acknowledging George died in the ride that they're wow. saying... I think. Ooh. I mean, just think about that for a minute. That you just nobody dies. Walt Disney World. Granted, granted, the park wasn't open when they were building the right, ride, but it was at it's still Disney. at Disney World. And if if the cast members are told to acknowledge him in the morning, acknowledge him at night when they're going, yeah. then he must have passed away. Do you think to, like upper management management is just like, look, I, I don't believe in this, but just because I want things to run smoothly today, let's just do it. Hey, yeah. George, how you doing this morning? It doesn't hurt anybody to say it, right? I, <laughs> I love how these things take off. I'd be the spiteful one. I'm not breeding George. Yeah. Forget George. You know what I don't believe in? Ghosts. George. (laughs) Just ghosts in general. By the way, I don't believe in spreading my ashes because I'm dead. It doesn't matter to me. Right. Um, And George pushed me under the water. And then, of course, there's two more. Okay. Um, Apparently, there is a rumor and a, a conspiracy theory going around 
that the turkey legs aren't actually turkey legs. Do you know what they are, Scott? I've heard, I've heard it, what it, what people believe it to be, and I think he's a part of our show. Oh man, I don't understand why they gotta kill my relatives and take their legs off and feed them to the humans. Damn it! That's right. <laughs> Andrew, the, the emo emu. Apparently, his family has a farm around here <laughs> where Disney takes their emu legs. I would now, think by emu the way, would be more expensive. In case you're listening to this and not getting the jokes that are going on here, right. this is wild conspiracy theories yes. that people have come up with. And I have heard this also. also. Now, I've heard that there was ham turkey. It smells like ham the way they smoke it. It, it, it smells like that part in, in uh, Spaceship Earth when you go past Rome burning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it smells like. But you get the leg. It is truly a turkey leg. Obviously. Like, obviously. A very large turkey a leg. Very, it is a massive. Now, would you ever get a turkey leg and walk around Disney World with it? Like, no. You're at Magic Kingdom. Are you going to Frontierland like, you know what I need? I need Davy Crockett's <laughs> beaver hat and a turkey leg. <laughs> What's the, 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 the cap? The coonskin cap. Yes, the coonskin hat. I need that and a turkey leg. My day of Magic Kingdom's complete. You know what I hate though is when I see somebody with the turkey leg and they're just ripping the meat right off the bone to eat it. And oh, it's, it's the grossest looking thing it's so gross. ever. It's got little stringy things it hanging does. out. Oh, it's so gross. I and some people love them. Love them. These things, they sell, they sell millions of pounds. Of but what happens to the rest of the turkey? Is that the turkey they use like in Liberty Tree? I will remember. <laughs> Poor turkey. <laughs> Poor turkey. Did you know for twelve ninety nine a month you could save a turkey? Or buy one. Or <laughs> our turkey needs a wheelchair. Got no legs. Yes, no legs. Because <laughs> Disney needs five thousand turkey legs a week. I got no legs, Scott. <laughs> Poor turkey. Scott. I can flap. See, I just turkey, can't land. For most people, turkeys only come around Thanksgiving time. But at Disney, no, every day is Thanksgiving. Day is, oh Poor turkeys. Poor tur- Maybe it is what is served at a... That's, I mean, because they do serve turkey as part of that. They have the turkey sandwiches where it's not just lunch meat turkey. They're at some of the different uh, I, I establishments. I was say Columbia Harbor House. It was just Liberty Tree. Liberty Tree and then also the Diamond Horseshoe. Yeah. They serve the same... I'm, People, they serve the exact same Are you a Diamond there. Horseshoe guy or are you a Liberty Tree guy? I haven't been to Horseshoe in years. We're actually going there next week. Um, it's, we're good. There. it's good. It's quieter. Yeah. Um, Liberty well, Tree has that history in there and it's it really does. nice. And there's no, um, there's no reservations ever for Liberty Tree, but Diamond Horseshoe, yeah. the exact same food I you can get. Horseshoe. Yeah. Like I did Horseshoe. It was quieter. Mm-hmm. Um, you should, by the way, trip, ask to sit in the corner. Oh, okay. They have those little raised yeah. up corner booths yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah seven or eight people you can ask for those booths and it's oh. really quiet and it's great let's see we'll have to do that yeah we're going there next week that's because we were going to go to liberty tree to have our our christmas dinner at disney before we go to michigan and uh we couldn't get a reservation there that was in a decent eating dinner time so we actually are booked at the next door but yeah. it's the exact same menu i did a review on that two months ago yeah it was good the it's food or good. the review both well, I wrote it, so it's good. Oh, there you go. I like that ooey gooey toffee cake. Uh, <laughs> Life's short. Eat the cake. Eat the cake. Eat the eat, toffee. Eat the toffee. And eat, Andrew loves the mashed potatoes. And ask for more toffee. 
so our our server was so good yeah she was like well are you guys gonna fight over the toffee i was like yeah probably she's like i'll just bring you each one i was like yes ma'am yes you will there's a bigger tip for you so years ago we were at liberty tree and andrew being the i can eat anything and you've seen andrew is a tall lanky kid with no, no fat on his body and he was like these mashed potatoes are really good and so me being the person i am i said Andrew, they brought a whole new fresh bowl, big bowl. I'm like, Andrew, I dare you to eat all those. Oh, oh he no. ate all the bowl of mashed potatoes. He was hurting. Oh, but he's young though. Because okay. that carbs just sat. Oh, yeah. Sat in his stomach. And I felt, I felt good. bad after. You know what's really good? That braised beef or whatever that pot roast. Yes, the pot oh, roast they do is very good. The way they cook it, the everything actually. I've never had anything at Liberty Street. So Tree when you come back, I, I'm now looking forward to a review okay. on that. Um, and then finally, Scott. To wrap up our conspiracy theories heard around Walt Disney World, did you know that Disney World controls the weather? (gasps) Then why is it rain when I'm there? I know. Why is it cold? Well, because they have that dome, and if they don't close the dome over Walt Disney World, they can't. Do you know how expensive it is to close a dome? Oh, you know, but sometimes you know how much money you lose by letting it storm. The way I view it is like you're in Toronto at the. what is that? The Toronto uh, Sky Dome. The Sky Dome. Yes. It's just like that over at Disney. And it's just like the sun gets to come in. Um, it's not like the Ski- Stephen King novel. The Dome. Under the Dome. See, that's what, I, that's what I always envision it being, though. And if you're on the edge and they close it, you get cut right in half. <laughs> oh, I gotta, I'm stuck in Disney. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm half in, half out. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the oxygen holds up. Oh, it's Disney. They can make their own oxygen. Can't I they? always make that joke, though, when it's pouring down rain. I'm like, close the dome. We're getting yeah, wet. Close the dome. And why would you have to ever close for a hurricane? So you and I have absolutely heard this from people. People mm-hmm. will literally, legit ask why it's raining at Disney. Yep. Yep. Or they will go to cast members, and we have heard people go to cast members and yep. say, why can't, is it raining? I thought you guys had a dome. Yeah. They and don't realize. Like, uh, Are you that stupid? Right. Which leads me to believe that half of this stuff, people are just stupid and believe anything. They believe anything. And it's like, granted, yes, Disney has a ton of money, but do you realize how large Walt Disney World is? And even if you just did it over the park, it's bigger than the size of Manhattan. And we're going to put a dome over. Yeah, the whole thing. That whole thing that can be open and closed on demand. Don't you think another civilization would have come up with that concept instead of Disney? People think Disney's like bank, like they're the richest thing in the world. Now, <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever seen pictures from Dubai or yes. uh, mm-hmm. uh, Emirates and stuff? Like Some of the stuff they do. They have Disney money, right? <laughs> and they have Disney. Disney wants to buy But even they do not have move. a dome no. over the whatever land they have. Yeah, I I just don't I don't see us going to Saudi Arabia and and, and the princes and the oil barons and tycoons going. You know what we need today, Scott? Yeah, dome. Dome. Yeah. dome. Why not? We have nothing else to spend our money on. Let's just build a dome. Dome Depot. It's like uh, the, the dome Simpsons. Did you ever see the Simpsons movie? <laughs> that's I swear to gosh. Every time I hear the word dome, that you think I, of that. I think of Dome Depot. Yeah, I just I don't get the whole dome thing about Disney. People are just ridiculous. People are silly. But um, they believe anything. Yeah. But anyway, Scott, that. That it. We'll do it for another episode. It's not 8 o'clock yet. Of the live podcast show. Welcome to episode 10. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. But before we go, uh, let's talk 
House of Mouse Expo. And okay. uh, what do we got going on there? Obviously, we are holding off doing any announcements for a little bit. Yeah, we're going to wait till after the new year uh, to, which, to announce. So on January 2nd, when we do our year review, okay. we'll, we'll announce. There you go. Maybe people. one, two, maybe three guests. I don't know. There is a lot more guests coming. There um, is. We Tickets are on sale right tickets now. Tickets are on sale. Get your tickets. If you want to go to the after hours party on Saturday night, get your ticket because those are limited. Um, we can't, we only have enough room for so many guests in there and we're going to have food and such there as part of the, the package deal there. The only thing that you will have to pay for is if you uh, want something out of the bar, um, but there'll be like water and juice and stuff so, like that for free. House of Mouse Expo tickets mm -hmm. make an amazing stocking. Stock. Oh my God, they would. For any Disney loving fan. Any Disney, especially like even if you're down here, if you live down here, if you have cast members and they mm -hmm. want to have a day out. Mm -hmm. um, what but, a great yeah. gift to give to a cast member to say, hey, you know what? There's this thing coming. Why don't you yeah. go to this? Go check it out. Uh, so yeah, if you guys are looking for, uh, if you have extra gift cards that you've been given, uh, Visa yes. cards, yeah. you can spend them all at Ticketmaster.com. You can, because Ticketmaster is the, the uh, person who's doing, or the company that is running our tickets this year because it's part of the the um the venues deal that everything goes through Ticketmaster. Anything else going on there? No, we just got we've got, got some great no guys. Media days we really up. have no. no it's no. so quiet now because it's we're so busy, busy, yeah. busy, busy, and then just stops. So, yeah, House of Mouse. We're just planning that House of Mouse March second and third. We've got lots of work doing, especially after Christmas, because I have a feeling after Christmas things going to really pick up. It's going to gain a lot of speed, and it's going to yeah. be here before we know it. You and I got to actually sit down and talk real work. We have a that. lot of work to do. We got to. Greg is running all of our uh, audio for the panel rooms, we so we got to so. make sure that. So we might have these two microphones and a <laughs> and a little speaker that we pick <laughs> up by blow. The little little plastic table that we have that's right it. here. We're going to bring that, and that's what people are going to be working off. That's of. it. It's going to be. Ladies and gentlemen, Brett Iowa and Bill Farmer at the little table. I'll just sit there and do the introductions all day. <laughs> Bring over Jason Marsden. Like, Jason, come introduce them. Where? At the little table. Little yeah. table on the left. It's yep. like the it's like the kids' table at Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff going on. Lots of celebrities. HouseMouseExpo.com. Uh, yeah, HouseMouseExpo.com. Get your tickets. Uh, plan your weekend. Um, it's going to be a fun weekend. It really is. We're going to have so much fun. Brett Iwin, Bill Farmer. Um, uh, Caitlin Robrock. So we got Mickey, Goofy, Pluto, and Mick, Mickey right there. Minnie, Mickey, Goofy, Pluto. Sorry, I said it wrong. Um, then you got, of course, the voices of Jim Cummings, who is like every voice, as Jason has said, he's every voice under the Disney umbrella. He really is. He's done, I think it's 600 voices is what his it's website crazy. says that he's done. And just imagine trying to keep track of yeah. those voices. Every there time is a lot one. of Disney afternoon. A lot of Disney afternoon. We, that's one of the guest announcements that will be coming. There's another... Ooh. Big character from Disney Afternoon who will be attending the House of Mouse Expo. Um, so we'll be announcing that. We may have a princess. Oh. We may have a princess announcement coming in the new year. Are the may Hocus Pocus girls? Sisters. Yes. Are they considered Disney princesses? I don't believe so. Oh. I don't think so. Not official. Oh. Because Minnie's not. The, you will have the younger versions. We will have the younger versions. Princess Leia is not considered a Disney princess, and she should be. She literally has princess in her name. Yeah, and she's not considered a Disney princess. You know princess. what I just saw the other day was they actually have, uh, they finally admitted Princess Vanellope Von Schweet is a Disney princess. Really? Yeah, they put out the Princess Week 2023, yeah, yeah. and it was her. And I was like, Disney admits. I should have been like breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. So do, 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 do. And they have one queen. With Elsa. And the Queen of Hearts. Oh, that's right. But she gets so little recognition. 
Maybe because she's evil. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Um, I anyway. like her. Go to HouseMouseExpo.com. Check it yes. out on all social medias. Check it out. Yep. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I think we got the X or Twitter. Was it called? The X. The X. Dun, dun, dun. X marks the House of Mouse Expo. Um, Lost Princess Apparel. Lost well. Princess Apparel. It's going good. We uh, just finished a pre-order for leggings. That'll be out in January. Like I said, we're getting ready to drop a pre-order for new skirts and new sling bags. And December 19th is the last day. Last day to get your order in to have it shipped to you before Christmas. There you go. Um, so yeah, make sure you get your orders in. I will be taking them all to the um, post office myself. Make sure they get out. Um, any orders in the purple that are placed packages. In the purple packages. People I know. love seeing it. I see oh my your gosh. social media all the time. People are like, oh my God, my purple package came. Purple package day. They love purple they package do. day. I know I, one time I joked to Michelle, I said, I'm going to change the color of our bags. She goes, you can't. No. Because people would be devastated they if would changed be. it changed so. it. But that's the audience that you guys have. They're yeah. passionate about everything. So, all right, Scott, that is going to do it again for another episode of the live podcast show. Our it, last of this year. Our last of this year. We're going to have a special a episode. Special show. A special uh, Christmas uh, carol. Girl. Special episode coming out mm. on Christmas Day. So, please, everybody, pay attention. I promise you it'll be out at 7 a.m. in the morning. So It's going to be done, funny. You're going to. We would love to spend the day with you under a warm tree, eating some hot cookies, drinking some hot cocoa. That's right. Hopefully it's snowing wherever you're at. Hopefully not here. It's not snowing well, hopefully here. Hopefully it's not snowing. That's why we live here. So, as always, you can get Scott at the House of Mouse Expo, the Lost Princess of Power, sorry, Lost Princess of Power, the House of Mouse Expo, the Main Street Mouse. And you can get Greg at the Fanatics blog. Yeah. Also, he's part of Bane. That's Greg. That's, that's, that's Greg. the live podcast. You can get Greg there. Yeah. Um, so we're both everywhere. Yeah. As always, Scott, end of line. We're out. <laughs>